Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught. the 21st of December. That means four more days until Christmas. That's kind of weird, man. It's this time of year that reminds me of that, you know that song, so this is Christmas, and what have you done? Another year over, and a new one just begun. This is why I don't sing. I'm totally offbeat. I remember growing up and thinking that song like, what the fuck have I done? I've done nothing. How am I contributing to anything? What am I supposed to be doing? There's so much that goes into growing up. There's so much that goes into the shit that we just completely ignore. Stuff that we don't fully comprehend or even ask. We don't even know to ask. We're just blindly go to school, get a job, white picket fence, two and a half kids. These are the goals I'm aspiring to have. Wow. 
Wow, is that so limiting? Good if you don't do it. You're crazy. Think about everything that you could ever possibly think about when it comes down to how you're supposed to live your life. And realize that if you want to do anything that's just a little bit askew, people are going to be breathing down your neck or having opinions. Why? Why am I not allowed to do whatever the hell I want to do? Very good question. And it's not the reason you think. The answer to that is you are at war with you. And this is something that we don't want to talk about. <laughs> no, no. It's so much easier to point the finger. <laughs> oh, this is happening to me because that and that and this and that is all happening to me. Did I just go into the scientist from The, the Simpsons? Hank <laughs> Azaria, you've done some great voices. When you decide that nothing is happening to you and everything is happening for you, and we touched on this last episode, you free yourself from the burden, and this is peculiar, that I'm about to say this, that has been put on you. So in other words, when you decide to free yourself from the burden of thinking that other people did things to you, <laughs> a burden that was put on you by other people, apparently, you grow. Let's dissect that quickly. In this world, we have been convinced from birth that we're not good enough by every aspect of our lives. You need to, if you think about this, you need to, you know, as you're growing older, your parents, no, don't touch that. Put that down. Stop that. Don't go there. Move, sit, stay down, sit down, be quiet, sit, stay, move, don't go. And you think to yourself, well, how am I supposed to make a decision if I'm not allowed to do any of these things? And this is three-year-old you having deep thoughts, deep thoughts. And then it grows from there. And then you get to school. And when you're in school, you need to sit down. You need to stay in your in, in kindergarten. You got to stay in your spot, stay in your square. Do as you're told. Learn. Follow along. Do as I'm doing. Do as they're doing. Follow the kids. Follow the teacher. Make sure you're synonymous with what they're saying and doing and feeling and thinking. Be a part of the machine. And then you get into grade school. Two plus two is four. Make sure you understand and remember that. We're not going to teach you how to think. We're going to teach you what to think. And then we're going to test you on your ability to memorize what we've just taught you. Not how to think or anything. Critical thinking? Absolutely not. Critical thinking is dangerous. Dangerous. Is it? You must do as you're told. And intermittently, let's sprinkle in some future projections onto you unbeknownst to us or you. Let's say you're a success if you've got a million dollars. You're a success if you own your own house. You're a success if you are good at whatever. These are the things that we decide determine your level of success. Let's sprinkle in some more fun. We're going to show you everything all across the media, which is... Remember growing up with Pimp My Ride or MTV Cribs? These are the things that I have. Wouldn't you like to have them? This is what I define as success. All the beautiful people have these shoes. 
But you can only have these shoes if you save your money and spend your money. And if everything that we've taught you didn't sink in, that you need and want these things will be also your prison. Ah, good English. You go into debt. You become a debt slave to an idea. This is the third dimension. This is, this is the reality of it. And the funny thing is, I'm not saying that I'm above it. By no means am I above it. I have a stack of Jordan 1s. Why? Because when I was a kid, I couldn't afford them. So even now, as I'm quietly hyper aware of virtually everything around me, I still want to have a very clean living environment. I still want to have nice things. And to me, what makes things nice are symmetry, which I think works the same for most people. It is interesting when you break out of certain programmings because you, you, I mean, the idea that an awakening or this or that is one thing where just, aha, I've arrived. It ain't that at all. You're in a spot where you're like, one thing will always lead to another. There's always a cascade and the cascade is phenomenal once it starts and what it leads to and what you choose to hold on to after you become aware Small example of somebody locked in third dimension. When you tell them there's floor cleaner poison clearly marked on the box of Cheerios that they're happily consuming for $9 because everything's absolutely asinine right now. Their response is, oh, well, it's only a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Fluoride's a neurotoxin. What are you, some sort of tinfoil hat guy? I eat fluoride at the dentist. It's good for you. Holy jumping. These people exist to also show you how far you've come. But they exist to wake up themselves on their own journey. And it's not up to you to make anybody wake up or do anything or see anything, anything that they're not supposed to see, think, do, feel. They are on their own journey. Enjoy them for the moment that you have them, the time that you have with them. The energy that you share with all of these people as you're growing. But understand that we have been programmed. So how far did we get? We got to school. You must learn to repeat after me. You must learn to do these things. And if you don't learn how to take in the knowledge that I hand you and regurgitate it back to me, if you don't know how to memorize things, if we haven't quite broken you, we're going to repeat you in a year. You're going to stay. We get one more year of beating your brain. Here's another thing. If you're a free thinker, and if you're full of energy, and if you have a joie de vivre, we don't like that either. So we're going to give you Ritalin. We're going to chemically castrate your brain because we need you to fit in. We need you to do as you're told. Ha <laughs> And it goes on and on under the guise of health. This person, he's got a problem. He's got attention deficit disorder. No, you fucks. I don't want to watch you program me with your simulation. And the thing is, the people programming you at that stage don't even realize they're doing it because they too are programmed bots that never asked any fucking questions. 
Get into a science class, a grade 10 science class or whatever. Talk to the science teacher and be like, how is this, this, and this possible? Can you explain this, this, and this to me? And watch them flutter and, and just not understand it or comprehend it or not even be able to handle anything other than what the curriculum has taught them. Nobody's out there doing anything other than exactly what they were told for the most part. And if you are, people are pointing the finger at you and calling you names. And it's okay because the hundredth monkey is coming. People are becoming more and more aware of where we are, what we're doing. Now, let's get past school. So now you've been brainwashed into memorizing absolutely everything you possibly can. We talk about dependency. This comes down to dependency. Your entirety of your life, you're never allowed to think for yourself, to understand who you are, to comprehend who and where you come from. Now, I say the entirety of your life, it's really not that long. If you're lucky, you make it to 80, Earth years, whatever that is. But it seems like a long time in the beginning because that's you taking your download. That's you getting into the game, getting into the system, understanding how the system works, seeing how they're demonstrating to you the workings of the system. It then comes down to you to be able to say, okay, well, this is how I see it. This is what I've got to do. These are the things I need to do. These are the things I need to comprehend. This is the life I want to live. This is the amount of effort I'm willing to put in. And this is how I'm going to change myself in this moment. They will continue to beat you down. They will continue to show you and they will continue to push and change and challenge and to the point where you're like, okay, well, I fully understand and get it now that everything I may want is literally the polar opposite of everything they're willing to offer. Let's take a look at some other things that trick you into dependency. The whole get a job thing. Why would I get a job? Why would I work? How many people right now are working somewhere they absolutely hate because they need to pay bills they don't even want because they were tricked by MTV Cribs and, and Pimp My Ride? Well, I got to buy all these nice things. So I need a job, which detracts you from finding your purpose because you're constantly trying to live up to some image that was put inside your head. So instead of getting a job, you should create your profession. You should find your peace. You should find this. You should find that. And I know what you're saying. Some of you are out there going, well, it's not that easy. We can't just do that. Well, I'll tell you this. Everybody gets to where they're going through the stages of how they got there, which sounds obvious. But for you to say to yourself, I can't do it, it just means you couldn't do it before. But now that you are aware of it and you don't do it, that's you choosing ignorance. And most of you listening right now won't choose ignorance. You'll say, okay, you know what? I'm going to start today figuring this out. I know this is what I want now. I know I need to create this freedom. I'm going to go for it. And what's happening too in the world too with regards to COVID and all that shit is it's letting you. It's like saying, hey, you can work from home. You can do this. You can do that. It's shaking up the world around you, which is another kind of reason why I'm not overly upset or angry with the COVID narrative. Um, because it is forcing those who are already on the brink into personal creativity. So the whole get a job thing, right? Now, here's the other one in Canada, paying to CBPEI and all that in, in your, into your pension and everything like that. You don't have the ability to take care of yourself financially. So we're going to automatically steal your money and put it over here. And what's going to happen is the money that we've taken from you, you're going to get some of it back in CPP and EI employment insurance uh, in case you lose your job and you know, you're going to be safe as opposed to we're going to teach you what to do with your money so that you can have your money, make money for you. No, because money in and of itself is a scam, right? It's a control mechanism. Everything that they took from you in your entire life, if you've worked until 65, had you actually tangibly not paid anybody and put that into an investment or a proper portfolio, the amount of returns that you could have made with a proper education are mind numbing. 
But what are people programmed to say? Well, what if I lose it all? Right? You're programmed not to believe in yourself. You're programmed to believe that you can't do it because they programmed you at a very young age. Programmed you into believing you can't do it. Money management over money theft, over, over theft of your proceeds. It's, it's madness. It's absolutely madness. And on top of that, we have licenses. Licenses exist. They're your God-given right, stolen from you and sold back to you. Yes, as a trap and as a financial trap, but also to show you that without government, you don't have the ability to manage these things on your own. Right? Think about it. A driver's license. The definition of driving versus traveling, right? In Canada, if you're a sovereign citizen, for example, nobody has the right to impede your, your ability to travel. The definition of driving in Canada is the transportation of people of people or goods for profit. So traveling, you can be traveling down the road. You're not driving, you're traveling. And this confuses people. But the license, you're going to tell me I have to pay you. And then what happens is we get stuck in that mindset. Well, you need to go through the system. We need to know that you know how to drive. This is what we need to do. We need to, we, you, you got to show us who. For who and for what? Who the fuck are you to tell me what I need to do? You're going to you're gonna take my money with my CPP, my EI. You're going to take half my paycheck with taxes and all that shit. And you're going to squander it on whatever the fuck you want. And, and I'm supposed to be okay with that. And if I'm not okay with that, then I'm the piece of shit. Right? Then I'm the criminal if I don't want to give you my money so that you can go and piss it on whatever the fuck you want. Makes me the bad guy. How is that fair? How is that? How am I not allowed to stand up for my own rights and say I want to be sovereign? I want to do this. I don't want to have anything to do with the bullshit that you're putting out there. Eventually, I'm pretty sure that's where we're headed. I think that that's where the majority of people are headed with regards to their mindsets, their mentality. It's going to come out because it's leading that way now more and more that all the money that is stolen from you is actually theft from a conglomerate of people that we never agreed to in the first place, never wanted, never liked, never had any ambition on doing anything with, and all they're doing right now is just pissing it away. And on top of that, they're charging you $9 for a head of fucking lettuce. Right? So what are we supposed to do? We're supposed to sacrifice. We're supposed to sacrifice the food that we eat, the shit that we have. You know what else hasn't gone up in any price whatsoever? Crap food. McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King. It's all the same price. So eat shit. <laughs> eat shit and die. Basically is now what they kind of want you to do. Also, on top of that, in Canada, they're pushing made. Can't afford rent. Have you considered suicide? How crazy is that? But we're taught to trust our government, to believe in it, to trust the authority. You don't have the ability to make these decisions for yourself. You need to understand that all you can do is memorize things and regurgitate memories. Shit that we've put in, inside you. This is what you have to get out. Until you decide that you don't want that. Right? So this whole thing, we have literally, since day one, been tricked into dependency. And what does that mean? You could say, hey, Adam. I hear you spouting off stuff and getting animated, but what does that mean? What can I do about it? Educate yourself on anything. Anything that you've ever wanted, educate yourself on. Figure it out. What do we think? Well, I just want to be rich. I want to win the lottery. What are you going to do if you're rich? Here's a whole bunch of money. Here's millions and millions of dollars. Now what are you going to do? Still got to wake up in the morning. Still got to wipe your ass. You still have to live. You still have to have purpose. You still have to have drive, determination. Because if you don't, then you're just a rich, depressed dude living in the third dimension. Oh, I got all this stuff. I got, I got everything I ever wanted. I can drive all the fast cars. I got all the diamonds. I got all the party. I'm drunk. I'm this. I'm that. Who cares? That shit's boring too. And that's what they tell you as well. 
have the money so you can party and so you can do the things that we want you to do, the degenerate stuff. We want you to consume the alcohol, the poison, the spirits, drink spirits, ingest spirits, smoke your cigarettes, smoke your marijuana. Do all these things. Do as you're told. Do as you're told. Allow us to manipulate you into doing as you're told and to being complacent. Free range humans. It sounds crazy. I know. I remember thinking to myself, who are these tinfoil hat lunatics? And to anyone who's listening to this podcast for the first time, hey, if you're just tuning in today, welcome to the show. You probably think I'm wearing a tinfoil suit. But the truth is, I'm on this free thought terror that has taken me down so many rabbit holes. I'm on this free thought terror that has brought me to a point where I don't have the ability to really truly differentiate what's actually taking place because every single thing that I could possibly compare it to, the information that I have came from the third dimension, came from the illusion. So I'm sitting here right now trying to work things out without using illusory logic. I'm like, I just made that word up, but it sounded pretty good. So I have to extrapolate as much as I possibly can and create an interesting form. Now, again, I'm just a young guy, just getting started. You know, they say life is a practice up until 40 and then it kicks in. I'm two years into real life. And I'll tell you this right now, my life truly started, this version of my life started at 36, 37. I really started pushing into something different and breaking free, breaking free from the matrix, breaking free from the idea was one of the hardest. It's continuing to be one of the hardest things I've ever done simply because you realize that you're not part of anything anymore. But truth be told, a lot of us that are in this position never, ever felt like we fit in. And it was always weird to look back and be like, how come all these people are clicky? How come I don't understand how you can be best friends with somebody in high school. Like five best friends in high school are still all best friends right now. I admire it. I mean, good for you guys. That's cool. But I've changed so much that I don't think anybody from high school would even recognize or understand anything I had to say. Maybe I was crazy back in high school. Maybe I had this energy about me. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really talk to many people from high school. Or even prior to high school. Prior to high school, for me, I was in a completely different city. So not only did I not fit in, but I almost started over energetically and physically every four years. And then even after that, in life, I kept moving cities. I kept needing to be in different places. I never had anything anchored down, firmed down. I've been in Toronto now for six years, and like I'm getting that itch. It's time to move on. What's next? We live in a reality designed to challenge every ounce of everything you believe. And to live in that reality, you must have first been given a set of beliefs that you can challenge. So to anyone thinking this is a negative episode, it absolutely is not. It's just an eye opener to the fact that we have all been programmed to not believe in ourselves, to not believe that we can do it, to not believe that we are 100% independent. And it's beautiful to be traveling down this road with friends. I have some of the most beautiful friends in the world. I love them to pieces. But I am not reliant on anyone for anything at any time. I used to be. I used to be a terrible person. I used to have all these proclivities about me. I used to have all this stuff. I used to, I come from garbage. And all I've ever wanted for myself 
throughout my life was to be better. What that looked like at the time, I didn't know. Who I, who I was being, who I was, I didn't, it, didn't, it didn't align with me. That's where the depression, the anxiety came from. My actions didn't align with my soul. The dark night of the soul fixed that. Having your life ripped out from under you fixed that. But you can only have your life ripped out from under you if you step down that path. Therefore, everything that you're doing is happening for you to get you to where you need to be in your version of this journey. The craziest thing is the darkest shit that you live through is the shit that changes you the most. And then the dark night of the soul hits and that punches you in the face and it could last a night. It could last a month. It could last a year. (laughs) It It could keep going for a long time. I remember, you know, I've crashed through many barriers. I've had three instances, dark nights of the soul. It messes your mind up. It messes you up physically. It messes you up on so many different levels because you need to be able to see. And the only way that a lot of people can see is through pain. Some people can see through light and through awareness. These people, I think, are fairies. They just see things. But when you're set on fire, holy shit, and from the ashes does the phoenix rise. I guess the whole point of this episode was just to let you know that when you break out of the idea that you need to be the person that you created inside the third dimension, you're open to absolutely anything. You start enjoying yourself. You start enjoying your experiences. You start seeing things because knowing without a shadow of a doubt that you can do whatever you want is liberating. It's freeing. And then you meet people on that path and you go down that road and you connect And you build your life at 23, 33, 43, 53. You still have 50, 20, 30, 40 years left, whatever it is. Any one of us could die tomorrow and any one of us could live to 100. So whatever age you are, start today. If you need it, if you want it, if you want to get up, if you want to get going, start. Just start. Just start changing things inch by inch, piece by piece. Set some boundaries. Stop allowing shit. Just fucking Get going because it's you. Now to say who did the programming, again, I got to fall back to soul contracts. I got to believe in my heart of hearts that because everything's so fucked up down here, it was a game. It's a game that we're playing. It's a simulation that we're in more than likely programmed by you before you got in. I don't know that for a fact. That's just the, the working information that I have right now that we're inside some sort of simulation having an experience. And it's pretty exciting. It's one hell of an opportunity. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a lot of fun for me. I don't know if you're going to hear from me until after the wonderful celebration that is Christmas. But you might. Uh, depends on how I feel like talking. If anything spurs the moment, uh, I've got nothing pre-recorded or set up for anything. So this is it for... Oh, no, it's not this year. Oh, it might be this year because then January rolls around. No, I still want to get going with one last guest. Now I'm just rambling, ladies and gentlemen. So I'll leave you with this. In the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Stay connected with us directly through the mentalmasteryalliance.com. You can also join the discussion on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash the Mental Mastery Alliance. 
Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag TMMA or tagging us at the Mental Mastery Alliance. To have your voice heard on the show, leave a voicemail or send a text to 647-338-1265. Long distance charges may apply. If you love us, leave us a review. If you hate us, you spend your time in weird ways. But also, leave a review. Every review on iTunes tickles the algorithm helping us grow. Until next time, unity over division. This concludes the most surreal portion of your day. You got it, Pontiac.